Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Culture Club. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time with Elliot Danker, Timothy Go and Chua Tian Tian. Now it's time for Culture Club. You know, COVID-19 has led to a surge in demand for a huge range of uh, goods and services. Take, for example, e-commerce, right? A lot of us were shopping online instead of going out to the stores. Another thing that might surprise you is uh, the demand in car sharing. Yeah. So that's when private owners leasing their vehicles for others to drive or perhaps when a company has a fleet of cars that can be used for short-term rentals, right? And, you know, Singapore is a wildly expensive city to live. We all know that. So today we're going to take a look at why car sharing demand has surged here in Singapore. Whether you've seen the cars on the road or perhaps you've tried one for yourself, chances are you have at least seen one of GetGo's car sharing fleet on the roads of Singapore. And on the line today, we've got uh, GetGo's CEO and co-founder, To Ting Feng. Ting Feng, good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon, Elliot. I'm great. Thanks. So let's talk a little bit about GetGo's journey so far. I've seen quite a number of your cars. Tell us, you know, how did the inception of this company come about? Was this really on the back of uh, COVID-19? Yes, you're exactly right. You know, Johnson, my co-founder and myself, we started thinking about the idea of car sharing you know, just after Circuit Breaker, so in the middle of 2020. And I think what got us thinking then was that obviously we saw that there were profound changes in you know, people who led their lives. Specifically in transport behavior, uh, you know, all of us were avoiding public transportation and many of us also avoided taxis and ride-hailing services as well. You know, but at the same time, we still saw a lot of people, you know, moving around in their own cars or at a point in time, you know, some of um, our uh, other car sharing services. And when we looked at kind of the space uh, a bit deeper, we also realized that, you know, there was also a problem of excess cars for some of the rental companies that had served you know, grab and grab drivers back in the day. Yeah. So we felt that, you know, we could do a lot more to improve on the existing standard of car serving, car sharing services, and also do it at a larger scale. So that's when we decided to work on it and launch it in the early part of 2021. Mm. And do correct me if I've got my stats wrong here. I'm checking in. Uh, you've got about, what, 2,100 vehicles across 1,400 locations, and you're looking at, what, 150,000 bookings each month? Yes. There are abouts? That's right. That's right. That's what we are serving right now uh, on a monthly basis. So we are about in 70% of all HDB car parks. Wow. So that's where we have the 1,400 locations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what is the secret to, to getting about 150,000 bookings each month? Is it the marketing plan or is it, how is that done? How is that, you know, driving the success of your company? I think what is really driving the success of our company is the real value that we deliver to our users. Okay. Um, I'm not sure if all of us are aware, but, you know, in Singapore, there are 1.7 million households. Um, but only 471,000 or so of these households own cars. Mm. Um, so there are actually 1.2 million households without cars. So when we launched the service, we were very clear that we wanted to, you know, fill this gap, right? In terms of families that do not have access to a vehicle of their own. And I think continuing to, you know, focus on this demographic and delivering them a simple, flexible and accessible service. I think that's how we've managed to, you know, grow from, you know, merely 300 cars, you know, two years ago to 2,100 cars right now Mm. and serving, you know, hundreds of thousands of uh, trips every month. 
So I don't exactly know how it works from the business point of view and and I appreciate anything you could share with me on. And I'm asking this in relation to the fact that COE prices keep going up. I believe uh, the open category hit a record high of 118,000 as of the last data. I think this was two weeks ago. Um, How does this affect company decisions? Yeah, so I think the interesting thing is um, we started in, you know, the midst of the pandemic in 2021. uh, And back then we saw that there was an excess supply of rental cars in the market, right? Because like I mentioned, a lot of people uh, were not taking Grab services. And as such, you know, many of uh, the drivers returned their cars. So when we started out the service, we were very focused on working with existing uh, rental car companies to help them get utility out of their existing cars. So most of the cars on our platform, I would say more than 90% are actually cars that were already registered um, for rental use. So we have not had to, you know, go out in a big way to buy uh, new cars. Uh, so we are not really responsible for the increase in COE prices as well. Mm. Uh, and so we try and create value on both sides of the of the market. Right? We try and give our users affordable access to cars. At the same time, we help our fleet partners generate a return on what were previously idle cars. Okay. Do you see a formation of somewhat a new culture here in Singapore when you consider that perhaps we are raised with the whole notion of get the five C's, right? So car ownership is like a symbol of success, but yet now people are trying to be smart about the way they spend, considering that Singapore is such an expensive city to live in. Yeah, for sure. I I, I think, you know, as each um, generation evolves, as our country evolves, you know, we aspire to different things. I think during the nation building years, obviously a lot of the things that we aspire for were, you know, tangible and maybe visible uh, yeah. evidence of success. Yeah. Uh, but if you look at the younger generation these days, it's all about, you know, experiences or even investment. Uh, there's a much higher level of awareness around financial sustainability, environmental sustainability. So we believe that this will continue to grow as we continue to serve, uh, you know, younger and younger generations of our users. Yeah. What about hybrid work models? Does this play a part? I think that's a that's a great observation, and it definitely does play a part. You know, previously all of us had to go to work Monday to Friday, and for some of us who were in places that were not as convenient, that's when the need uh, to own the car is present. But nowadays, you know, many of us work you know three days a week, two days a week, so we don't really need that ownership model for us to get to work easily. Yeah. yeah. And also, couple of the rapid improvement in our MRT system to the bus systems. So the need for a regular access to car isn't as strong anymore. And that's when the sharing model comes in to complement our public transport services, you know, to allow our users to meet their needs without paying, you know, through the nose for it. So you mentioned earlier on about the new generation and the value system in terms of the way they think, right? Here's another aspect, uh, the whole sustainability environmental impact issue. I mean, sharing of EV cars, is this something that you guys are are looking at? How are you guys embracing the take-up? Yeah, so I think EVs is something that we, you know, believe in strongly as a company and we are taking active steps to promote uh, the adoption of EVs. Uh, when we first started the service, we were very practical. We, you know, we didn't have any EVs on the fleet because we were also waiting for infrastructure to be ready. Mm. But as we have seen the news, the government is investing heavily in EV infrastructure. Um, the car makers are also pushing out new models. 
So since we have launched, you know, up to today, we have around 100 EVs on the fleet right now, and we are taking steps to, you know, bring that to maybe 10, 15% of our fleet by the end of the year. And I think the key role for us to play here is that it's a lot easier for us as a platform to accelerate EV deployment because we can take care of the complexities around operating an EV. We can take care of the charging. Yeah. We can take care of the maintenance. Whereas for individual consumers, if you don't have a charger at home, if you're worried about the battery, you know, these are considerations we kind of prevent people from taking that leap of faith into owning an EV. Mm. So we think that car sharing and sharing EVs is the way to really get a lot more people uh, on board. Yeah, one less hassle for the consumer. You know, uh, you're talking about, you know, increasing the fleet, right? So uh, congratulations, you guys raised $20 million in investment from uh, Tris. Uh, these guys are a family-backed investment group with a sectoral focus in the sustainability space. They've got a portfolio that includes Greenpack, Agronomy, as well as EcoCAF, uh, among many others. How will this money play into the increase of fleet? And surely it's more than just buying cars. Yeah, so I think primarily what the investment allows us to do is to bolster and enhance our technology and operations, right? So this includes growing our team, you know, hiring more people who are specialists yeah. in operations and technology so that we can continue to enhance the service that we offer our users and also enhance our ability to operate a large fleet of cars at scale, right? So if you think about it, that it's a non-trivial operational challenge to me in thousands of vehicles across the whole island. So that's what the funds will be used for. Of course, we will also be working closely with our partners to look at encouraging and accelerating the uh, onboarding of electric vehicles on our platform as well. All right. I feel that you guys are in such a pivotal point where you can help Singapore in the face of adopting more EVs. How do you see yourself as a facilitator in that sense? I think one way we do this, you know, like I mentioned earlier, is to allow many more people to try electric vehicles because it's really simple to get onto a platform, you know, to book an EV for a couple hours. And this, we believe, could shape some of the potential car buyers' uh, attitude towards uh, EV. I think another way we are helping, you know, develop the industry is that, you know, we are building all these charging points while kind of individual ownership of EVs is rising. A lot of these charging operators will still need, you know, more utilization. And that's where with a shared fleet of electric vehicles, we can help contribute to that particular industry as well. Yeah. So I think there are multiple ways in which we see ourselves facilitating EV adoption. Right. So it's like changing the culture, but also ensuring that that infrastructure is in place, which can be quite complicated, you know, when you're at the start point of it. Ting Fung, before we let you go, I'm curious, what are the trends do you see when it comes to the shared mobility industry? I mean, basically, what do you think the future of Singapore roads is going to look like? Well, I think Singapore is the city, you know, we face, you know, rising, you know, cost, you know, not just yeah. inflation, but cost of labor as well. Yeah. So I think we need to move towards a more shared and autonomous kind of transport model. You know, we mentioned generational shifts in, in the younger generations as well and increasing quality of public transportation. So what we hope to see is future mobility system where, you know, all modes of transport are shared. Uh, they're more electric, they're more sustainable. We hope to reclaim more roads, you know, for pedestrians, for nature. And we are really looking to complement public transportation. 
Mm. And eventually, you know, maybe 10, 20, 30 years down the road, we'll get towards more autonomous uh, car sharing type models as well. Yeah. So that's kind of what we see for the future. Well, do let me know when uh, Gitgo has like shared drone taxis. Uh, I'll definitely sign, <laughs> sign up for that one. <laughs> that's definitely part of our vision. So. Wow. That should be quite interesting. <laughs> that well, takes def- time. That takes time, of we course. We definitely need to speak when that happens. Uh, do wish you the best mm-hmm. of luck in that front. To Ting Feng, who is the CEO and co-founder of local car sharing brand Gitgo. Thank you so much for your time. You take care and have a great week ahead. Thanks for having me. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.